Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Welcome to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski and Mike Kapler is with me getting together for our chat about the goodness of God, the grace of God, and how wonderful He is and, and how good and kind He is to us. Mike, uh, as far as you and I getting together for this, uh, it's been a while since we've we've recorded. It is very, very good to talk with you again because, you know, we've received uh, some messages from people and, and we've uh, just this message that's in our heart about God's grace. We know that people are uh, really hungry for the message to hear about God's goodness and about his grace and and when you and I get together and talk about this it stirs up the passions in my heart about God's grace and I know it stirs your heart too so man I just got to say Mike it's good to be back here with you again well I can't think of anything I would rather be talking about Joel I mean there are some things I'm passionate about in life uh, my family and uh, sports I love sports and you know different things like that but I, I can talk anytime, anywhere, with anybody about this great news because it's it's not just religion to me. Obviously, it's it's just a way of life. And once you find out the the freedom, there's there's such a key involved here with finding out the freedom and the unconditional love that God has for you, uh, for you. Uh, it's it just changes everything because we've talked about it before, Joel. I got saved as a child and had been through a lot of different doctrines over the years uh, throughout evangelical Christianity. And and uh, it was just, uh, man, I, I must have been 25 years into my Christian life before I actually heard uh, a pure grace message, and it, and it changed my life forever. Well, you know, Mike, uh, you know, just looking real quickly in Hebrews here, you know, it's, you know, the writer of Hebrews says, Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines, for it is good that the heart be established by grace you know not with foods that have not profited those who have been occupied with them you take that word foods there and essentially for all intents and purposes you can substitute the word law there because you know it's talking about foods that had to do with the law so it's good not that the heart be established with rules and regulations and and principles which really haven't profited anybody. But it's good that the heart be established by grace. We're going to kind of get into that a little bit today with a, with a, a passage from Colossians. We're just uh, looking through Colossians here in, uh, in chapter 2 of Colossians. Oh, there's so much good stuff in here. But, you know, you know Paul says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Rooted, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught abounding in it with thanksgiving I don't know what, what sticks out I mean there's there's some more that we're going to read here and talk about but I don't know what sticks out to you Mike but one thing that sticks out to me here as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord so walk in him so walk in him the same way now how have we received Christ Jesus the Lord we've received him by grace through faith and really it's we walk in him in the same way it's really by by god's grace that our daily walk is in in jesus christ and so as we've received him by grace through faith let's walk in him that way rooted and built up in him that's getting your heart established 
in faith and, and in the grace of God. All right, Joel. So what we've got here is, is a simple case of trusting in Jesus Christ and the finished work of what he did instead of trusting in what I do to establish my own righteousness. Because that's what I did for years, just like the Jews would do. Now, I knew I wasn't saved by grace, or I knew I was saved by grace. I knew it wasn't by works. But what is it that kicks into the to the mind of a human being <laughs> that that makes us think we have to start um, earning our, our our place with God? I, I knew I was saved by grace, but I felt like it was up to me to to keep that uh, that gift of eternal life secure. That, that that it was it was my responsibility. Yeah, that creeps back in, doesn't it? That that mindset, I, that mentality. Yeah, it, it, it happens to, it seems like so many of us, and, and I think this was, as you read the epistles of Paul from start to finish, this, this seems to be an, an ongoing thing that started in the early church and, and has, of course, uh, filtered uh, throughout the church for many centuries. Um, as, as I'm looking at, at Colossians, Joel, in, in chapter, chapter 2, uh, what we were just talking about, as, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord... So walk in him. Well, how did how did we receive Christ Jesus? I mean, what did we do? What what is it that we performed to receive him? We really didn't perform anything. We just trusted and and believed by faith. Yeah, it was, you know, we were so big on on the message of, you know what? You come to Christ, it's free. You know, it's free. You can't do anything to earn Earn, earn a relationship with Christ. You can't do anything to earn salvation. It's by grace. It's you know. It's it's just through simple faith. And and you know, coming to Christ seems to be a simple thing, or at least we in the church try to make it a simple thing for people. But you're right that when we come into Christ after we've received Christ, we that mindset, that mentality, just it 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 does kind of come back. That you know what, mm, there's some stuff I, I just think I need to do here to maintain this. So, but but really, I think what you know uh, what's so wonderful about what Paul is saying here is that you know in the same way that we receive Christ, we need to walk in Him as well. You know, there's a big uh, thing you know that I hear a lot in the church is you know make God number one in your life and and live your life for God. You want everything you do, you need to do it for God. And I'm not against, you know, having a relationship with God and saying, you know what, you know, this is, you know, if this is on my heart because God has put this in my heart to do. But what Paul's saying here is so walk in him. He doesn't say walk for him. He's saying walk in him, in this grace, in, in this faith. Like you're saying, how did we come to him? We came to him by grace through faith, by nothing that we did. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And in the same way, that's how we walk in him. Yeah, as we have received him, so walk in him. We received him freely, and that's how we should be walking in him, and in, in that type of freedom. And uh, Paul goes on to say, um, as you uh, therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and build up, built up in him, established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Um, beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. Well, man, I, I can really relate to that. Now, i got to say something here, Joel, and, and if you're a new listener, 
um, hang in there with us because you probably don't know us very well yet. If you've been listening for a while, you've got got a chance to know us. You might not agree with everything that we've said. <laughs> uh, that would be strange if you did. But, um, you know, I think you hopefully know our hearts by now to know that what I'm about to say isn't too far off the wall. But, Joel, just more recently, I, I guess um, maybe it's been building up for some time, but I'm just really angry and frustrated with... Uh, religiosity <laughs> and and the the cycle that seems to continue in uh, much of uh, churchianity if I can use that word um, I, I just get so frustrated with it and and I don't know what to do about it sometimes because I see people every day who are indeed uh, being cheated uh, through all kinds of, of different doctrines and and control issues that sometimes can come from ministers themselves who are caught up in the same trap. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, when it all comes down to it, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I've been exactly feeling a lot of the same things that you're talking about, and and I've looked around, kind of the blogosphere lately, as as far as you know, Christians who are who are blogging out there. And, I, and I've just recently, I've come into contact with a lot of people who, who seem to be having the same kind of thoughts that you're having, that there's so much junk and extra stuff that goes on in, in the church world uh, that really has, has really nothing to do with the freedom that comes through Christ. A lot of it is traditions of men. And, and you know, traditions are okay. I'm, I'm not against having traditions. But when the whole purpose of church, of getting together, assembling the saints together, when the whole purpose is focused around following these traditions, and, and you forget about the freedom that's in Christ, and when these traditions become based upon, really, principles of the world, um, and, and, and we might even get into that. We might not have time today, maybe next time, but you know, Paul goes on to talk about that the, the, the uh, principles of the world do not touch, do not taste, do not handle all this stuff, but uh, there is a lot of this going on in the church, and, and really, what do you do? You know, I, I'm in my heart right now at this point, I'm going through a lot of this stuff. What do we do, except for you know, the one thing that I know is constant, at least in my life, is to continue for myself to, tr- to re- remain rooted and built up in Jesus Christ, in the person, in Jesus Christ as I know him getting myself established in the faith, getting myself established in grace, and, and trying uh, to not focus too much on what's going on in the church, even though it frustrates me quite a bit, as I'm sure it does you. Well, it does. And, and when I look at this word cheat in my margin, Joel, in my Bible, beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit. That word cheat literally can mean to plunder you or to take you captive. And I find that very interesting that uh, Paul, I, I think, is often referring to um, uh, religious traditions sometimes that can pull you back into what Jesus delivered you from and take you captive from, from you know, take you captive back into an area where, where Jesus pulled you out of and made you free. Well, you, you know, you think about, you know, God's purpose in creating us in the first place. You know, there's so much, in the church today, there's so much busyness and there's so much just rushing to and fro, trying to accomplish all kinds of things, you know, for the Lord. And, and I get to thinking, you know, why did God create us in the first place? Was it so that he could have a bunch of servants running around 
doing, you know, making sure that all these traditions are kept or coming up with new traditions, devising ways that they could please God, and, and, and the list goes on and on. And I think, you know what, God created us because he wanted a family. He, you know, he wanted people to love and people to love him. What, what, what happened when Adam ate from the tree is that he, as we've talked before, man entered into the era of works, and, and it became religion. Life became all about religion. What Christ did was he came to deliver us from all of that. And for some reason, we get suckered back to that old tree, that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of religion, the tree of law. And, and, and indeed, we get cheated uh, by going back to that tree and listening to the doctrines of men that really are, fo- are based upon that tree. Mm. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, like I said uh, years ago, <laughs> uh, I came into a, a doctrine that I believe is, is just purely the gospel, where all of the responsibility of our eternity falls upon the shoulders of Jesus Christ. You see, because if, if uh, this covenant is dependent upon us, we've said it before, we'll say it again, if, if the covenant was dependent upon you and I, then we would be doomed. Fortunately, there is one who uh, already achieved what, what is necessary. His name is Jesus Christ. He and the Father have set up this new covenant together, and Jesus will never fail that. Yeah, and in him we put our trust. That's where the trust is that we get rooted and built up in the person, Jesus Christ. Well, I'm Joel, along with Mike, Growing in Grace, the program. Check out more about us at graceroots.org. And we'll be back again with you next time to talk about this wonderful grace of God. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.